We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience. Today on the show, we're going over NFL, random news, notes, and you know whatever else is on our minds. What we're doing, it's, it's the Monday fun bag on the Pat Mayo Experience. Want to let everyone know if they should like the episode and in the comment section, you tell me who you think the Chiefs are getting game one of the NFL season because it does appear like the NFL schedule is going to drop this week and always one of our favorite shows of the year. So we'll have something come out probably next Monday for that, regardless, unless it's released like tomorrow, then we'll probably just wait till Monday to get that all out into the ether for us. We'll gestate on the schedule a little bit. Also, please share the show around, leave a five-star review for the audio podcast on the Pat Mayo experience. That would be very helpful to the Pat Mayo experience and helping it reach some more people. Jeff Feinberg is on the line. Who do you think that the Chiefs are going to get on opening night, Jeff? Do you think it's going to be a sacrificial lamb for the Los Angeles Chargers? God forbid. You you couldn't? God forbid. That seems, I despise the doubleheader Monday night, but I could actually think of a worse spot, and that would be to be sent to Arrowhead on a Thursday, where I'll get my ass kicked, and then I can't even enjoy, like, week one, if that makes any sense. Like, I'll just be annoyed. You'll just be too Like, f- week one Sunday, I just want the Chargers to play at 4 o'clock week one Sunday. That is what feels good and right to me. Uh, God, we don't deserve. We don't deserve that game. That should be, like, the, the Raiders. But the Raiders will probably be at home because their new stadium shit and we're in a new stadium but you know Cronky paid five billion for it so he'll get a play first even though we're going to be the substantially better team i can't i'm excited for the schedule but i hope god forbid the chargers get draw that one well we'll go through the wins and losses with you on the schedule just like we'll do for the jets and tim undercust tim undercust 
That is not my name. So before we came on air, you started railing against people on TV who have headphones in and like oh, it triggers it's just you. The wor- it's the worst look. It looks so Mickey Mouse. Uh, if you're going to be on TV giving an interview, do not have headphones in. I don't think have. It looks. I'm sorry. That's part of the reason why people who think, oh well, we've moved to a new generation where a lot of people are, you know, not going to be in studio to do stuff and they're going to be at home. No, if if people have to look at people wearing earphones. Uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, people, that like it's. I, I despise the look. I I don't like it at all. And uh, I, I'm I'm glad to see most people don't wear them. But sometimes people do, and I I just can't stand it. Well, most people that you realize that are wearing them right now are people who are set up like at their home who have no infrastructure to certainly be on TV at the moment. And you know the reason that they do it is for audio purposes because that you know pe- being able to hear the people uh, is kind of a big deal. Always, I don't have to wear earphones. I can hear you just fine. They're always wearing a headpiece. It's just clear and it's production quality. And as Pat said, they're not at home. So as somebody, uh, I, I always like to wear earphones because, you know, people complain about how I sort of change the tone of my voice as I get excited, but I need to hear my voice or who knows how loud I'd get. Um, I'm being honest. So I always like to hear my voice when I am recording and obviously, when you're doing link-ups with other people, uh, if you want as clear a, a sound as possible, wear headphones. I, it hasn't bothered me one one bit. Maybe if this becomes the norm in a post-corona world, uh, you know, I would expect the people that are making regular TV appearances maybe to up their home studio setups. But for now, it, I have actually haven't thought about it. And Tim gets annoyed when Bob Costas wears a cardigan. So obviously a headphone would annoy him. Yeah, well, the big thing is, like, it's saving the production quality. Like, we have it set up that our sound doesn't, like, when I'm speaking and Tim is at his house, everything is coming through the speaker on your computer, correct, Tim? Not anymore. It's coming through the microphone. Okay, sure. But it's not picking, it's not reverberating on your microphone because we have it set up that way. A lot of production places are not set up for this. And it's like, you can't see my earpiece, but clearly I have an earpiece in because we're set up with the proper equipment because this is how we've been shooting the show for five years. I can see your earpiece, but it's discreet. Sure. It's like it would be on TV. That doesn't bother me. It's when you've got your. Yeah, no, no. You shut up. Let me finish, please, that most places are not equipped to do this because people are at their homes. They just, A, don't have access to the custom earpieces that would actually fit into their computers or their setup. So the only way to actually do the broadcast is to have people with headphones in. Or just go without the headphones. No! You, you don't see, see your lack of production knowledge means just you, you have no take on this. I'm just willing to sacrifice a little bit of sound quality. You're not. You're, at, you're absolutely not willing to do that because all you would hear the entire time is a fucking echo. I don't know that that's true. You don't, you don't know that's true because you don't fucking know anything. That's why. I, I know things. You don't know things. Oh, Jeff, did you see uh, today that Tim was stunned that when the deadlift world record was broken that the guy didn't pick up the fucking weight over his head talking about not fucking knowing anything that's that that is pretty impressive uh but tim you don't understand there's there's multiple levels of communication they're talking to like producers in a back room uh they're talking to you uh not a guest who's just doing a hit on uh the news but the producer could also be talking to them 
Yeah, most producers would be talking to them, and most people's equipment isn't set up to the point where it wouldn't have an echo effect if you didn't have the headpiece in. They then just to- do a phone. Then just do a phone or board. That's why we do it with you. I, I would just prefer a phone or board. I just I just hate seeing like somebody's like Bose earphones on during. I just I, it bothers me. I don't like it, and I'm never going to like it. Bothered bothered yeah like actually i saw it a couple of times last few days and i was like actually like agitated i see you're running out of things to actually be mad about and realize that this is what you're mad about now i certainly am not running out of things so um can you we found out today jeff that when tim was going on about this deadlift thing that tim didn't know what a deadlift was i do know what you 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 clearly don't know (laughs) well the deadlift isn't in the olympics tim well yes it is that that exact lift that he did is an olympic event you thought the guy was going to lift it over his head, correct? When someone says, I'm going to lift this weight, my, my default platonic ideal is that they're going to pick it up and lift it over their head. Yes, that is what I and what most people think when someone says, I'm going to lift this weight. They think they're going to lift it over their head. It said that it was the deadlift record. The first time I saw it, it just says, watch this person lift the, the heaviest weight ever. It didn't say deadlift the first time I saw it, which is why I thought that he would lift it over his head. Uh, like a strong man. Now, now, listen, I'm not saying it isn't impressive. I'm just saying when you expect A and you get A minus, then you're not as, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. It's like when I watch the Olympics, the lift, the clean and jerk is a more impressive accomplishment than the, the, the deadlift. You know, the deadlift people could lift things that I could never lift in 5,000 years. I'm just saying that there's a degree of scale and difference here. It's twice the weight. Well, so I'm, Whatever. I'm just saying, I, I like it when people lift things over their head. I think that's like the most impressive feat of strength. So you're not I'm not going to pretend like it isn't. You're not impressed by a world record. I didn't say that. Just a couple days ago, you were like going on about a guy pushing a car in neutral. Well, didn't lift the car over his head. Never said he was a world record breaker of lifting things either. Just saying that showed incredible. That, obviously, the guy who lifted that deadlift, that thousand pound weight is one of the strongest people on earth. I don't dispute that. Just saying when I hear someone's going to lift something that's the heaviest, I just, in my mind, I picture somebody, you know, actually picking it up and lifting it over their head. And that didn't happen. And so. So your beef isn't with the feet. It's with the person's feed from which you saw the video from. The way it was described. And the, re- the only reason I clicked on it to watch the video is so I thought why it would you be angry? over. Deadlift, whatever. Like, I know that's like, I know it's really hard, but it's just not as impressive. Uh, do, 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 like, do you think it's really hard? Because it, it seems like you're really minimizing uh, lifting 1,100 pounds. And we said, and Jeff, we were going through this. Uh, we were trying to get Cus to bet us whether he could do a 40 pound deadlift. And he didn't know. So he wouldn't, he well, wouldn't bet that. <laughs> I think I just said that I, that, that I could never, ever, ever do what that fellow did. It no, no never... one's expecting you to lift 1,100 pounds, which you don't think is a very big accomplishment. But we I said, never said that let, Let's throw 40 pounds. Can you do that? I think my position is being willingly misinterpreted here by you. My only you point... said You said it wasn't impressive. Quote, would this, be, like a, would this be as hard as, as it seems it would be? I thought he lifted over his head. It's still relatively heavy. It, it's half a ton. Okay, fine. But I was hoping to see the clean and jerk. Sorry. So your your inability to read is the problem here. No, it's just the very first time I saw it yesterday advertised. It just what, didn't say. I'm sorry. I'm not accusing them of, of a bait and switch. 
but I but thought I'd see the full lift and I didn't see a full lift. I saw <laughs> a, a deadlift and deadlifts are really impressive and hard too. And they're Olympic events and you get medals for them. But like the, the platonic ideal of the perfect lift is the clean and jerk. And that's just not what I got. Sorry. So according to you, it is. Yeah, well, you're right. When I close my eyes and you imagine like the, the, the form, the image of someone's going to lift a weight, you imagine them lifting it over their head. You just do. According Everybody to you. Does. According to you. According to every, I mean, that is, it's, it's, it's a commonsensical thing. If you were to ask the average person on the street, what would, uh, to, to mimic picking up uh, and lifting a heavy weight, would they lift it to their, just to their waist and drop it? Or would they lift it up over their head? They'd lift it up over their head. <sighs> Tim. I'm right about this. So you, like, you went out of your way on a Photoshop photo of some guy the Jets drafted for pushing a car in neutral. And you, and, you, and you don't, and you don't find, and you don't find. So what? You, you think that you, th you think that things appear on TV that aren't photoshopped, Tim? I think that was not photoshopped. Yeah, yes, because you live your truth. We all know this. But it, so what? What if? What if? How much do you think that Becton can deadlift? I don't know how much he can bet. I'm sure I can just look it up. I'm sure it's from the combine. He he did a deadlift. They don't do deadlifts at the combine. I don't know what they do because I haven't watched the combine ever because I don't care about it. But I suspect that. Yeah, you know, if that guy could lift eleven hundred pounds, I don't see why Beckton couldn't lift five six hundred. So he could do half of it. Well, yeah, because he he has other things than, that he needs to focus on other than just lifting a weight all the way to his waist. He has other things he has to work on. It, it sounds like you're not impressed by this deadlift. I want you. I want. No, I am not. I want I, the. I, I want the first time the gym is open. I want you to go with our friend, our other friend Tim. I want to <laughs> get you filmed doing a deadlift. Because you don't even know what they are, for one thing. This is well, the, I do know what a deadlift I, is. You do I now. Don't. I think this is the first time you had ever seen a no, deadlift. I have long said, I think after like the marathon and dressage, I think that the the de the, the weightlifting, the heavyweight weightlifting in the Olympics is like the most can't-miss TV during all the Olympic sports. Did you see that the same guy who did this also pulled a truck, but it was an 18-ton truck? No, I, I did not watch that. I, I assume that soon. I assume people were going to send it to me, but I didn't need to need to see it. I the guy's it incredibly games. strong. Like, who's trying to pretend like he isn't incredibly strong? It seems like you are. That you're no, the person who seems to be doing this. You're not. Just, you're not impressed with his world lifting weight. I'm very impressed. I'm just. You're right. I'm not allowed to say anything other than this is the greatest accomplishment in the. Can the, you the just fucking admit you didn't know what a deadlift was? I knew what a deadlift. You don't. Was. You, you clearly did not. And when I watched it, I was like, I wonder if he's going to get his back all the way, because I know what the rules are. You, you don't and, you don't know any of this stuff, or else you would have been like, oh my god, that is a fuck ton of weight. I agree it's a lot of weight. Uh, in many ways, no, you know what? Never mind. Say it. I was going to say the most impressive part is that the bar doesn't break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of weight on a bar. I, I, I understand that. Although you can make a, a, a bar out of some other polymer, I'm sure that, that would hold. But you know what? Wake me up when somebody breaks the new record of lifting weights over their head. That I'm into. That 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 to me that's just. And there's a reason it's more impressive because obviously the record to do it is is far far lower. But uh, I'm not going to diminish this guy's record. It's a real record. I'm impressed by it. I could never do it. I can't imagine uh, someone I know ever being able to do it. But like, you know, it wasn't a clean jerk. Got it to his waist. I guess. Jeff, are you hearing this? Yeah, I don't really have much to add on this. I don't know. It's like Tim being 
I'm just being attacked, I think, for no particular reason other no, than Pat I, wants I, to have a go at me. I don't know. Tim's being being Tim. I, I, I think he's literally, literally he's complaining to the world, but his only real beef is somebody forgot to put something in, like uh, preface the tweet that he saw the video invented. If it had just said man uh, deadlifts the most weight ever, I'd have that, I, that's, I would have that's, had zero that's beef. Actually, what it says. That's what later one said. The very first one that came out just said man lifts heaviest weight ever. And I was like, oh, wow. And I saw it. And I was like, well, I guess. Okay. You got a lot of opinions on lifting things when you're like the weakest person alive. I'm not the weakest. I'm not Bugs Bunny over here slapping my arm as it limps. I mean, I want to get this video of you trying to do the deadlift. I am not cartwheel. a de- again. I don't know why again this is all turned against me, as if like well, you're you're, you're the one who has the the opinions on what's hard and what's not hard. I think it's incredibly hard with that. Fellow I don't did. think you do, Jeff. Let me ask you this: Do you think that Tim actually knew what a deadlift was? I I do because he Thank does you. profess himself as some like Olympic summer Olympic aficionado. Uh, that being said, I don't. Uh, I don't. The guy thought that he could make it from, like, you know, from from out of the Earth's orbit and I land. stand by that. The guy had uh, turkey ahead of beef in his meat rankings, so like, I don't know what we're expecting here. I'm actually watching it right now. It's insane. Does it say <laughs> like you're watching the ESPN video of it, right? Uh, no, I'm I'm actually watching one that I guess uh, my boy Hunter Henry retweeted. Uh, and he uh, quote tweeted how easy the guy made it look. And it's just says uh, from rogue fitness history made uh, Thorn Bjornsson pulls massive 501 kilogram deadlift. So it's telling me what I'm about to see. And it's impressive. That one does. I'm looking at those thighs. Holy fuck. <laughs> not, not hard to do though, Jeff. Incredibly hard to do. Not People hard to are do. Not- not no fair do. listener is going to come ac- come away with that interpretation of this conversation. I you think. might have a better chance of pulling this off than making it down from space alive. No, no. Uh, space, all you do is just jump. There's no training involved. This one, you actually have to, like, train to lift. The- you have to fight gravity. There's Gravity's like your a enemy. body coming out of his thigh. I agree. Gravity's your Holy enemy shit. with this lift. It's your friend when you jump from space. You would- I guess you're right. You got no friends here. Um, I don't know. Whatever. I, I'd like to see a video of you doing it. Not I this way. I think I'd look pathetic. I I, I want to no, see. No, not we're not asking you to lift 500 kilograms, but you know, well, a I, would be able to. I would like to just see if you could deadlift the bar with no weights on it to see if you could pick all that right, up. All right, all right, all right. I mean, I'm dead serious. Let, let, give, give, give me a weight then, and let's wager on it. I don't know. I honestly would have to try. I don't do that well, stuff. You, at the yeah, but the thing is, you seem to be able to determine what's a lot of weight and what's not a lot of weight. Give me a weight that you can do. I don't know. I think I, I honestly can't give a number because I don't know how much a lot is. But you're I'm you're very you're very quick to say what's not a lot. No, I haven't been. I've demeaned nothing. And that I've that sounds nobody. relatively heavy. Well, it does. It does sound I mean, relatively heavy. Technically, you should be able to lift a lot more. Like, then you would, like, cause it, to Tim's, I guess, to go full circle, to, to kind of give Tim an ounce of credit. When I'm like thinking how much I could lift, I am probably in my head thinking how much I could lift over my head. 
Are you, Thank you. Are, are you saying lift over your head or bench press? Well, you're right. I guess it all depends on what, what's being asked of me. But I'm trying to, like, guess what I could deadlift. And by that, I'm like, well, how much could I actually lift? And I'm not, like, I'm not strong. I don't even freaking uh, work out. I'm going for walks and chasing my kid on a bike. That's, that's my workout in Corona times. So I'm curious to see Tim's deadlift. That's something that we need to get on video. I'm pretty sure. Sure, if the gyms ever open up and I'm able to do it. I mean, I'm willing to try. I mean, I don't expect I will do well, but I'm willing to try. I'm not afraid. Like, this is the thing. A lot of people are, like, afraid to back up the things. I'm not afraid. Well, what about when you said I'm you could do what, what, what about when you said you could do a cartwheel, and then every time we ask you to do a cartwheel on video, you say, oh, I, I can't do it. I'm preparing, but now this. It's been four fucking years. I'm not on your timetable. I'm on my timetable. Just table. admit you didn't know what a deadlift was. Admit you can't do a cartwheel. Just admit you're a fucking liar. No, no. I knew what a deadlift was. I watched the Olympics. In fact, today I went to the store to get some supply, the grocery store to get a few things that I need, not grocery store, gas station to get a few things that I needed. And I saw the Coke Zero cans are out with the Olympic stuff on it. And I almost cried. I was like, oh, right. That's not happening this year. Like, I care a great deal about it. So, yes, I know these things. So did you not buy a couple for your I wasn't going to buy the you Olympics that never I happened? Should have done Coke that. Can? I should have done that. Oh, you're obviously not a true Coke aficionado well, it wasn't collector. Coke, it was just a Coke Zero, and I, those are not quite as valuable, right? But you might, the Coke ones might not even get to market. Well, then they don't get to, then maybe they'll get to market for next year, I guess. But I mean, it's just a design that you print out and put on a can. There's no reason they can't just run it in 2021. Obviously, uh, but I'm saying the 2020 Coke can insignia. Yeah, um, that's a good point. One, that's why you should buy the Coke Zero one. Just I was just in sort case. of overwhelmed with a sense of sadness. Right, Sorry. Sorry for hijacking this. I don't know why we're talking <laughs> about how we've talked about anything that people have tuned in to listen to. <laughs> I just think it's ridiculous. Just, just admit you didn't know what a deadlift was. I'm not going to admit something that isn't true. I did know what it was. I just wish they had told me that it was a deadlift. It was only going to the guy's waistline up and over his head. Sorry. I'm not going to apologize for that. Is deadlifting in, isn't like snatching in the Olympics, not deadlifting? There is a snatch. I'm going to pull it up right now. I'm pretty sure it's just a clean and jerk and it's a snatch. Olympic weightlifting, Olympic weightlifting categories. Sorry, I'm trying to type, but I've got the microphone. It's hard to maneuver around it. Yeah. Uh, these are weight classes. No good. The three Olympic waists are the, the hang cleans, the snatch, and the, the squats. I'm not sure what a hang clean is then. Anyway, this is an Olympic event. Don't worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> Can't find it listed, but it is. All right, let's talk football. Jeff, how good does it make you feel that Andy Dalton has now gone to the Cowboys? Because I think this is a fantastic move for the Cowboys. I, I don't mind it. I'm pro Dalton. I think he uh, takes a lot of unfair heat. If I'll, if Joe Burrow accomplishes what Andy Dalton accomplishes in his first five or six years in the league, he will be a hero. Agreed. So I don't understand. Like, I Maybe there's some weighted things of, you know, he's part of, he's mixed into this like Marvin Lewis, you know, picture of, it was fine. He's decent. You know, I never won like a playoff game, you know, but I don't know. I feel like he's incredibly um, underrated. I wouldn't have predicted Dallas, but it makes a lot of sense. 
TCU boy uh, going there. And I'm sure it gives him a little leverage with Dak, which in and of itself has become a very weird, weird um, scenario. Like, there's so many layers to this uh, now. Um, so it's they, they're making things potentially incredibly complicated in many ways. See, I don't think so, because it's, what, a one-year deal. Dak's on the franchise tag. It's not like he's going to hold out, or maybe he holds out and gets his contract. Like, I saw a few people talking about, like, oh, Andy Dalton's never had these weapons before, and it's just like, Andy Dalton's not playing unless Dak gets hurt. Like, the, all this is is a really good insurance policy for the Cowboys, because the Cowboys are set up to be pretty good this season. And A.J. Green is better than any of the best players on this team, too. Like, that's you, sort of you, foolish. You, well, you do realize that one player doesn't equal four good players. No, no, because they've never had these type of weapons before. Well, actually, he had a weapon better than any of these players. You but. realize how I pluralized that and said weapons. Andy that's- Dalton's first four years in the league, he was 40-23-1. He went to four playoff games. Yeah. And then I mean, went- listen, Dallas is one of the, if you know, if you have a, a listing of the teams who have a realistic shot at winning the Super Bowl. Dallas is one of the few teams that do. Andy Dalton, in my opinion, is one of the most, like, okay, you know, there's a better way to say it. Unless you're one of, like, four guys in this league, everyone seems to think that you're, like, just not good. Like, unless unless you're one of these superstar quarterbacks, you're, like, just that you don't matter. Um I don't know there, you know, there's a value in some years being the eighth best quarterback and some years being the 14th best. And yeah, in the last couple things have really worked against them and there's no way they have the first overall pick if they don't like bench Dalton for two months. Also, that's agreed. my agreed. Now, it, and like I, said, I don't think Dallas- he's great, I got, but, but I think he's completely um, being rail. Not so much the Bengals railroading him. I mean, it happens. You, you you had a few chances there. The team sucked. They're they're moving on. But the public perception of him is being railroaded, and there are many factors at play. One being like, you know, the Cam thing. But that's the Panthers' fault. The Panthers screwed Cam. The Panthers didn't respect Cam, and the Panthers put Cam in this horrible spot. The Panthers could have done the classy thing much like the Chargers, and the moment they knew that he wasn't going to be part of the future, they said, go go look for a job. And Philip got a month head start on free agency. And, and Cam, no one saw the world ending, but people could have gotten a chance to talk to Cam face-to-face, had physicals, really seen where he's at. So for what Cam did to the Panthers, they're the people that screwed Cam. The league hasn't screwed uh, Cam, and now Andy Dalton's being unfairly like, compared to him and to Dak. I don't know. I'm pro Dalton. I don't think there's anything wrong with this signing. Well, with Dalton right now, based on, like you said, if Burrow has sort of the beginning of his career that Dalton did, people are going to be like, oh, that's really good. That it reminds me a lot of the bucket Kirk Cousins is in right now. That when you look back when Cousins is done, you're like, hey, Cousins had like good numbers. His team's made the playoffs, but he just like basically has like, I mean, Dalton has zero career playoff wins, but that's what's being held against him. Like if Dalton had just gone nine and seven those years and not made the playoffs in 10 and six, for a weird reason, I think we would people, the public at least would remember him more fondly because he wouldn't be Owen four in the playoffs. I think that's true. I mean, like I said, one of the reasons it's such a smart signing for Dallas is because as new Orleans or Philadelphia, the last couple of years, like if you were a team that can win a super bowl, and your quarterback goes out and it can happen in a flash, having a steady set of hands to guide the ship of state 
for however long you need is one of the most important things you can have. And so having a, an excellent, I think, excellent backup, good starter, excellent backup in Andy Dalton is, is huge. I mean, the Bengals team that lost in the first round the year that uh, Perfect got that uh, roughing penalty against Antonio Brown in the playoffs, uh, which would have never happened if Fitzpatrick hadn't thrown six interceptions and kept the Jets out of that game. But anyway, that Bengals team was probably, I think, going to win the Super Bowl. They were the best team in the AFC that year. Uh, and through tiebreakers and such, didn't get to, to, and to have a And that's done pie. more to hurt Andy Dalton's that, reputation I was than just about to say that. Buddies. I was just about to say that. Things out of his control. Uh, that it, he got hurt and couldn't play in that game. AJ McCarron had to leave. And then the Bengals went out. Like Things have conspired against Dalton unfairly. I think he's been a much better quarterback than people want to give him credit for. And I think going to Dallas is a really good spot for him. Not for le- leverage purposes. That, I think that's kind of silly. But a one-year deal here in Dallas, and then next year, who knows where he might find himself? Really smart. I, I've liked seeing quarterbacks like him, like Winston, be willing to, to absorb and take on the backup role after having been starters for a ex- considerable period of time and saying, okay, it's time for me to sort of shift gears downward and move to a new part of my career. I, I, I really like that. And so I have nothing but good things to say about this signing like I did nothing but good things to say about the Winston signing. Do you, If you're Jameis Winston... Jeff, do you fire your agent because Dalton got way more money than you? Yes and no. I think Winston made a conscious decision to go there. I think Winston had offers for three million. Like I think Winston had offers, and he's and he just additioned by taking less. Uh, I want to get to Winston in a moment, but I'm not done with the Cowboys because I do think it's really weird in many ways what's happening there. I don't think Dalton's a bad signing, especially you get Dak, Dak plays, Dalton makes 3 million. If Andy has to play, then he's worth having for 7 million. Yeah. So, yeah, but, but, on, I don't but, mind. On, but on the Jameis side of that contract, it's 1.1 million. If he doesn't play and 3 million, if he does play, he basically yes. got a third of the money up front and half the money. If he actually has to play, that's it. But that, he that made it. He, listen, but, he, but, he, joke. Could, but he couldn't have gone, no one, to, he couldn't have gone to the Cowboys for, 2.2 and 5 but he wanted to invest He made the in conscious decision to, that yeah. his future interests are best being there in that sort of like Dalton he took a one year deal um next year there won't be Tom Brady and Philip like there oh Philip Rivers might be fringing but there there might actually be quarterback spots that open there were so many it was a really strange offseason in the history of our lives being NFL fans um, now, granted, maybe next offseason, Matthew Stafford's like on a trading block and there's all sorts of new things and Aaron Rodgers. And I know there's a crazy cap number there, but but Jameis Winston clearly made a conscious decision and maybe even took less money to potentially get a chance to be the next guy in New Orleans. But going back to Dallas, um, if you look at the history, I want someone sport tech or, or I retweeted it this morning with the history of franchise tagged quarterbacks. The only guy never to get a deal um, was Kirk Cousins. And now Dallas is kind of going on that path with Dak. Um, you know, maybe in some ways they're playing hardball. They're using their leverage of the, of the, um, of the salary cap. But with a, with a new head coach and the, the, this strange offseason, it's paramount that, that he gets in there. I know I could just be like a corny guy that's like, listen to too many football guys in his life and like him overrating the importance of uh, your franchise quarterback. You just got a new coach. I mean, 
if you have any, if you think that Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott are winning a Super Bowl together, you just got to get this done. And it had to have been done weeks ago. So uh, I don't know. It is getting um, weird there for me. 100% that we are still here. Finding that tweet you were talking about, the history of franchised quarterbacks over the years. 1993, Steve Young got his extension in July. Jim Harbaugh in 1996 got his extension in July. 2009, Matt Castle got the franchise tag, but then he was traded to the Chiefs, then extended uh, all in that same summer. 2011, Peyton Manning, he was extended in July. Michael Vick, the same year, extended in March. Drew Brees, 2012, extended in July. Cousins played on the franchise, then he played again on the franchise, and now we're at Dak Prescott this year. So. I almost thought Dak, and, and people might say I'm crazy. Like, you're nuts. You don't know how this thing works. I thought Dak should have put Dallas in a weird spot and, and have gone to these, like, online voluntary things last week, even without a contract. The first team gathering with the new coach and put all the pressure on the Cowboys by saying, I'm doing every – I'm going above and beyond. Um, so – it's uh, it's weird, but Dak is asking for quarterback money reflective of a new cap, and they just paid a running back $15 million, and things are, are strange there. They had to let go of their best cover corner, and they've got to pay a lot of offensive linemen, but everyone's gotten paid except Dak. Yeah, and you think you would want to pay your quarterback, not your running back. At least in my mind, that's how it would work. You'd think. Apparently, that's not what they're up to. But, Wake, where would you – if we did, like, a ranking of, like, quarterbacks that you would want to have on your team, Tim, where, is Dak inside the top ten? Like, is he, like, number seven? Yeah, he's definitely in the top Yeah, 10. he has to be because you're talking top about, 10. like, future. Like, I'm sort of – right? He would rank ahead of Brady, like, right in this sort of game that we would play, right? I mean, whether it would be just for this year or moving forward, the answer would be Dak over Brady. Okay, yes, but I'm saying, uh, yeah, like, if you're thinking, like, long-term, you know, as part of it, then absolutely. Okay, well, uh, you, you could even do it one of two ways, Tim. You could say, just for this year only, where would Dak rank? And for, like, if you were drafting quarterbacks and everyone was available, when do you think you would take Dak? I think, yeah, middle of the top ten in each case. I think so, too, Jeff. Well, let me ask you this. For, just for this year, would you rather Dak or Joe Burrow? Dak. And then what Dak, about forever? I, mean, I think it could be very close. I think well, what about for, okay. But then my point is in the forever, I agree. Dak this year, forever ranking. How old's, prob- how old's Dak? Joe Burrow's 24. I don't know how old Dak is, but I mean, Joe Burrow- I, I would, I would probably take Dak. He's 26. And at least I know yeah. he's good in the NFL. You're yeah. Right. I'm a bit of a gambler. I might go with Burrow, but I also might go, very well go with Prescott. I got no problem with him. There aren't, put it this way. It's not a long list of people I would take over him. Agreed. Like I'd probably take Dak over. Like if we were doing like a redraft, I'd probably going to do Wentz. I'd, I'd take Are Dak over say? Wentz. Like Wentz is. Always, I would. Like, I definitely like, would. Yeah. Wentz is good, but I don't think that like even like at their peaks that Wentz is probably like upside wise. Like in any single game, Wentz is probably better than Dak. But the guy's always hurt. I'm not sure. I even agree with that. I think Prescott's better up and down. Maybe so. You you might be right about that. Like I think it's pretty close. Just the. Listen. Yeah. Well, I was going to even. Sorry. I didn't. I don't want to. Well, you've already interrupted. You might as well keep going. (laughs) I I would probably lean uh, Wentz 
I would probably lean Wentz. But did you, and I know Des, you know, he's not afraid to say anything, but did you see his comments last night? No. No, he I tweeted, usually don't really read the tweets of very troubled people. Okay, fine. But he's like, nothing against Andy Dalton because I think he's a great player, but the Cowboys are extremely out of line. Pay Dak. I watched the Cowboys pay Tony twice without, without, a, without winning anything. I guess the Cowboys viewing the QB position as a plug-in piece because of the dominant offense. Do we that th- sounds like sour. That sounds like sour grapes from Dez, to be honest with you. Why do you think that Dez is a troubled person? I don't know. He just seems to complain a lot on Twitter and likes to let remind so, people. So that- does, does that mean that you're a troubled person? Does he complain a lot, or is a guy like spending an extra year and a half than you thought looking for a job? I mean, he's a multi multi millionaire who and has had to keep playing almost football. Every, everything has gone his way, and in terms no, of no, he caught the ball. And they said no catch. Many millions of dollars. And I mean, he's got, you know, the 0.001% of comfortable lives. And he seems to spend a good amount of time on Twitter complaining. And I, I'm sorry, I, I just don't, uh, I, I, I don't find that compelling. Do you think that Des knows what a deadlift is? I'm, I'm sure he knows that uh, Tony put the team on his back. Well, I guess that's not impressive to put a team on your back. He, Tony put the team at, at waist height and brought them to the playoffs multiple times. So, uh, you know, I, 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 that almost sounds like a backhanded slap against Tony Romo, who was a marvelous quarterback. If Dak was drafted in the first or second round, he would have this extension. I agree. I think I agree. But there's still like a level of unknown, I guess, to the Cowboys because, yes, the offensive line has been great. Yes, they have Zeke Elliott. And, well, I don't know. We drafted him in the fifth round. So, like, what still is? I don't know. I would he? pay him. I like Dak Prescott a lot. I agree. I, I, I feel like. He's been to one I've playoffs been... and lost a game that was high scoring and could have gone either way. And I think he's a really good quarterback. And he's Again, young. I've indicated I believe they should pay Dak. Obviously, they're trying to find the right place in the modern math. You don't want to end up with a Jared Goff situation. But it's a risky game. Like, how are you getting a quarterback it's a risky gamble to think you're finding a quarterback better than Dak. And the Redskins are kind of, we'll see how that plays out via Kirk Cousins. A quarterback that you liked so much, you basically threw Tony Romo out of the locker room. Not to not to forget, right? Paul? Question for the Jets fans. Um, Dak or Darnold? Dak. I mean, I would take Darnold. Darnold's, what, six years younger? And I, I don't know, just, I, I would take Darnold. But... Darnold 20, is he? 22, I think. So he's four years younger. And I actually, Jeff, you're talking about stuff that you tweeted out. I saw now, this thing. You know D- what? I don't. I, I, saw, I, saw a bu- I saw a bunch of these passes from Darnold where, like, if he wasn't so inaccurate, he would have been picked off 25 times. Yeah, I don't know why Jeff even tweeted that. Like, that, how, how does that help me? How does that do anything but just give ammunition to Patrick to, to send shots at my bow? Like, I don't know why you would tweet that. That, that didn't help me. Okay. First of all, and then tag me. In. You're gonna make me defend this. You want me to defend this, Sam? Well, you Sam, tweeted it at me. Sam, okay, I don't understand. Like, what are you, what are you protecting here? So you would prefer that information that is true not go out, so you can continue to live your truth. Okay. Here, well, are the, yeah, pre- here, here are the facts. Sam Darnold was 44 percent accurate on play action passes last season. That is the worst of any mark in any quarterback in the league last year. Sure, but he was by a wide margin. Um, Tim, bad play calling. You know, like I'm these guys, like I'm, wa- I'm watching the highlights. These guys are wide open. 
like Hold yeah, on. I'm sure you could put together a worst high, a worst lights package for pretty much every quarterback. So no, 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 don't, no, you, don't you tell me that like no, this Stop. is a special descent. Come on, Come I on. gotta roll this bus back. Please I'm do wind this back because you want to put this on me. Yeah, I sent it to you. Well, I put it on you because you're the one who tweeted it out. Okay, fine, fine, but how do I put this? I'm just approaching with a fact. You bother me when you tell me, even though I should be happy because last year's praise ended everything I thought was going to happen in my life. Um, you, you, when you say the Chargers are going to win three games, that's your opinion, and it insults me, and you don't even want to back it up with a bet. I like Sam Darnold. I'm very high on Sam Darnold. I am concerned that – and I am pointing out that, I don't know, it's alarming that in a, in a situation like play action – Sam Darnold does a lot of things well, but it seems like when the situation is supposed to be advantageous to you, um, he's at his worst in a play action. And that I did not know that. So that was a fact that that was startling because I would not have perceived that to be true. Um, I still believe Sam Darnold is going to be really good. I believe that's a fixable thing. Uh, you know, it's the weird, one of the weirder things I saw this year from that great, uh, Twitter feed QB data mine was that Philip was like the third best quarterback in the league under the blitz, but was like the second worst against four man rushes. Like what the fuck is that? So I don't know. That's a great site. That's a great feed. And if it's going to tell you a, a, a sad truth that not only Darnold sucked at the play action, he was markedly worse than like anybody else. I don't know. That's alarming. I still like Darnold. I told, I said on the last show that we did, there's a Darnold touchdown passes prop that, you know, if I knew they were playing 16 games, I would probably hammer it. I just don't really care to deposit that kind of money to have it sit. Uh, I don't want to make a bet that big. And I even saw a book that has the Jets over under at six and a half. And I'm sure we'll get into it more when we do something next week when the schedule comes out. And if I, that's an insult. He won seven games with the guy being sick last year. Exactly. That, that, so that's, I can say positives roster. about your team. That being said, the saddest sack thing you do is see a video like that and defend it by saying, oh, he was sick. He or was the, sick one game, and then he missed like half the year. Those are percentages. So Tim should be a regular on this. I don't know what Reddit groups you're actually attached to, Tim, but – r slash the underscore darnold uh they have some comments about this tweet the fake news media tim is attacking (laughs) the jeebus quarterback once again clearly featured in the video clips is shady brady dressed as sam darnold fake news as we know it because sam darnold completed 99 percent of his play action passes with the other one percent being dropped by ancy anderson the media is out to get sam darnold that sounds like you that it sounds like something seriously you say. No, I mean I I'm not disputing the stats. The stats are the stats, but numbers don't tell you anything. They're just numbers. <laughs> you have to interpret them, right? So that, how, so how, so work. how do you interpret this? So spin this in the good way. So you went only, in, you went into the season last year saying that Sam Darnold had a top 5 receiving core to throw to. Now you say he never had any weapons. So which one is it? Well, I'm going to say that I was wrong about the quality of the receiving core. Obviously didn't realize that our star running back would rather go bowling than play football uh, in big games. And Sam second year in the NFL, second year with a new coach, new quarterback, 
uh, you know, new everything regime. Uh, you know, what am I supposed to say? Like you live in, you, you can just live in reality. That could be something that you try to do from now on. He was sick and then he was hurt. And I don't know, man, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say here that like, you could just say his play action stats are like alarming. His play action stats are bad, but if I was throwing to nobody who can really catch or get open or get separation, sure he does have a few overthrows, sure, but you know the best hitters in baseball. You know Ted Williams struck out a bunch of times. That's, and, that's, and, that's great, Ted. Yeah, bro, maybe, that's maybe, 300 maybe, gets you in the yeah, Hall of Fame. Yeah, maybe well, Sam, maybe point, Sam so Darnold, can, maybe Sam Darnold can go play fucking baseball. Maybe he could be good no, at that, my, my unlike point, football. My point is the. You know the best basketball players miss two thirds of the shots they 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 attempt from outside the line stuff like like you're gonna have a lot of misses that's okay the and now the numbers look bad but I think you can explain them away you, on, you 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 can try to excuse them away it doesn't not enough the fact that they exist I'm watching the whole tape right now not are, enough are, are any are power. any okay. If you had, I don't know, George Mirazin Jeff as your receiver on these teams, would he even be able to touch some of these balls? There are some egregious open overthrows. I don't know, Tim. You can't even like sell it properly. You say like we've done a good job to improve the goal line. If we, or sorry, the O line. If we can run the ball better next year, they'll respect the play action. Sam will hit the man. There. End of topic. You, you like say the dumbest shit. Well, no, no, no. But it's a fact that Sam was completely out of his rhythm last year because he missed a ton of games because uh, of things. Jeff, Jeff, it, it, Jeff, year, it is a quarter. fact that Steph Curry only hit 43% of threes one year. So this is fine. <laughs> no, my point is those numbers are bad, but I don't think those numbers are toxic. Like, I don't think they're predictive of anything. They're descriptive of what happened. If, if, I don't if, think if they're prescriptive. If this tweet said Baker Mayfield was 43.8% accurate on play action passes last year, he was the worst play action passer in the league by a distance, you would have a picnic. Mayfield had 16 games and Mayfield you, you, re- you, you do re- you do realize that amount of games played does not have any effect on ratios, right? No, but it has a great deal of are, are you, are, on No, hold, hold on, hold on. Are you actually sure you know that? Yeah, but it has a great effect on the player himself, right? If he's not getting the practices that he needs, if he's not getting the time with the receivers that he needs, if he's Damn. been two years, two different coaches, Can two I different get you offenses. A new PR department. I'm speaking the truth as I see no, it. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah you, you, you are living your truth. We know you. You, do you guys this. won seven games, right? Last year, seven games, despite all these things. Because that's all. That's all you got to say. We won seven games despite that. We've made major yeah. offensive line upgrades. We had a quality draft class to address these sorts of things. I agree. Like left tackle, like a receiver. Sam Last has to was... program. Year three is crucial for Sam Darnold. I agree. I can't excuse that tape, though. Last year was worst case scenario, and we won seven. Like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. We still won seven. Do you know what Dobis PR is? No. You know, like Tim and Eric? No, I'm sorry. I don't know that. It's like a common, though. There's like a few people I might laugh. 
but okay. I'm feeling good about like, but then, you know, I'm starting to feel good about the season. I'm starting to feel good. You know, schedules coming out. I'm feeling good about the jets. I'm feeling good about the, the Oh, the and there's, there's Feinberg and then, throwing this and there's dart. Feinberg firing this, this bullet into my, th- my uh, feed and putting my name on it. And it's like, like what a downer. Like, Oh man, <laughs> you carry your picture. Yeah, my Menchie's blew up a little bit on this one. People were coming. And then I was getting dragged into like, Bill's Jets arguments. I didn't reply Which, to by the anything. Way, I didn't participate in either. <laughs> I didn't want to participate either, but like Bill's fans are insecure. Usually, because usually the Bills do is so inconsequential that it's not worth tweeting about. Stop it, Tim. Stop it. But yeah, there was a there was a Browns fan taking shots. Well, I was just like, I'm not used. To, I'm not used to Browns fans taking shots. Like, it, yeah, exactly. Exactly, physician, heal thyself. Yeah. So I, 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 we laid that one out. I, I you, do. you make it like you, 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 you um, deliver baskets of roses when like talking about the Chargers or something. I don't know that I take nearly that. I don't think I take a lot of wax at the Chargers. What are you really talking don't. about? Like on Twitter, I don't like see a bad thing about the Chargers and tweet it out. Like I usually just keep it to myself or don't. I mean, even if they're existing, okay. But like the fact that you put it out means that then I have to then put on my armor to do battle to explain <laughs> why it is I don't think these numbers are as bad as they look on face value. By and a distance, like, yeah. At a distance, they look bad. But no, I mean by a distance, it, he was the worst play action passer. Yeah, but when you drill down on it, you realize okay, that that's not as prescriptive for the future as i thought it might be it just describes well, but, a, but but what if it, but the thing is the, the whole point is that if these numbers were the best in the league you'd say well look at this he's the best and this is gonna go but they the couldn't exact, have been the best this they is the same what do you mean they couldn't have been the best they could have been the best too much inconsistency too many things when it comes to coaching turnover uh you know receiver injuries uh his prone personal injuries and sicknesses there's just too many things for i mean I, I'm disappointed to hear it's the worst. I would have expected him to be on the low side. Worst by a margin. Side, by a margin. But if there's all kinds of other metrics that show that Sam was actually has been pretty good. He just he needs consistency. He needs to stay healthy. He needs to be with the same coaching staff. He needs to be with his receivers. And Tim, so, can I put it in a language you'd understand? There was the second worst, and then there was a definitive gaffe, and then there was Darnold. I'm aware of the problems, which is again, what part of the, like, this is again, by seeing that tweet, I knew I'd have to prepare myself to fight back against the people who see that and just want to well, take a whack at Sam. But what happened? Did you forget? I don't did, think did, did you forget to prepare? No, like, I didn't think that Jeff was taking a whack at Sam because I, I know he likes it. But by putting that out there in sort of a devilish way, it requires me to sort of have to defend why I think those numbers, while they're real, the real numbers, you, you, ju- you just said actual stats from performance in games are less predictive than his age. I think that <laughs> stat is not that predictive, and I think his age is a really important. Well, like, like I said, then you should I agree. Then, then the Jets. Thank draft, you, Jeff. Thank the, you. The Jets should draft my son because he's not even two yet. That means, based on the upside that he has alone, that it'd be better than that, wouldn't it? There are obviously limiting principles here. And oh, but but there. but you but only you can determine the parameters of those. No, but I think that we can apply common sense rubrics to these things and suss out a pretty good answer to questions. How about this? How about we have a quarterback who even in college was wildly inconsistent, and then all of a sudden you think he's going to develop consistency? I didn't. I did not say he's going to develop consistency. I said what he needs is consistency around him. 
I don't ever expect him. I think best case scenario is Brett Favre, and that means a ton of interceptions and a ton of mistakes, but then a ton you, of great moments. Okay, I, I like how you say Brett Favre. You realize, in reality, and this is me throwing away, making fun of Darnold, that best case scenario for Sam Darnold is that he's Jay Cutler. I don't agree with that. Jeff? Jeez, uh, I don't. Cutler was good. Yeah, I might not think high as highly of, of Cutler as I probably should, but his career win loss is probably garners a level of uh, respect. And he was like, and basically his style was discount Favre. Like to say that Darnold's upside is Favre is fucking ludicrous. That's his upside. It's yes. not, that's not. That's not his upside though. Yes, it is. Sam Darnold's up, Sam Darnold's upside is not one of the fifteen best quarterbacks of all time. I hate to break it to you. Yes, that's it is. not. No, it's not. But what the what thing fucking about upside, world do you live in? But the thing about upside is that like less than 1% of players ever hit their upside, right? Like upside means the top level. I'm Most saying that if get... he hits his upside, he's Jay Cutler. Most no, likely he, he's out of the league in three years. If he hits his upside, he is good enough to be a top 20, 30 quarterback. Of course he is. That's not really up for dis- dispute. What's it, up for dispute it is absolutely up. So you think whether that... it's going to happen. That Like it's not even relevant to discuss what his upside is because that's not important. What's important is what do we think is actually going to happen? Yeah, he becomes discount Jay Cutler. Like he's just not as well, good as Jay. You're we- you are welcome to your opinion, Jeff. Where do you think this breaks down? Did you know I that? Jo- that I- did you know that Josh Allen's upside is best quarterback ever, same as Baker Mayfield? You can live in reality with some of this stuff when you're projecting people out. He, uh, well, I by definition, know. you can't. Right he's by definition, like by, by definition, is not reality. He's 22 years old. Thank you. I've seen enough on tape that I'm still very excited. I, it's I, like we have to go through this every I know. Time. I know in posting that video, some people took shots on me. Might have even been Paul. Like, oh, that's the upside like you're talking about. There that are was, ceiling that plays. That was the snide tweet, yes. There are, there are ceiling plays, uh, much like John, uh, Allen has them. Sure, like, mo- sure. Moving sideways being a defender's in his face, putting that ball like 30 yards downfield on a dime in a basket. Um, that, you know, he has the mobility, not not nearly like an Allen mobility, but I think he's a much more refined passer. Although, how the fuck are you that bad off play action? Like, that's an alarming... That is like Feinberg. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you need, might need to reevaluate your... Your backing of this guy, but I, I'm excited for year three of Darnold, just like I'm excited for year three of Allen. I hope they're both awesome, Paul. Well, I, he, I don't help. Here's my conundrum: is that Jeff always talks about all of this tape that is is out there on on uh, on Sam. Oh, you could, and then high, and oh, then you on. and then the one <laughs> time and then the one time that you tag Tim with tape, it's that tape. So I was just asking, <laughs> yeah, well, I, where, words, where's 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 the clip Paul, of all of this I'm good using tape? That tape, that tape is my credibility. That tape is whoa. I'm a guy that comes on the show with you guys and often has shown that he's a big Darnold fan and a believer. And that was me saying like, what am I like? This goes against like what I am thinking. This is my perception might not be reality. And me you give me your credit you out believe, there. You believed is, first. You no, believed but, first. Yeah, of course. I, I dude, a young uh, Trojan passer going third overall. Like, come on, that's my guy. That's my guy. If the Chargers were atop that draft, I don't want a Darnold so bad. So, there it is. 
And then it just turned out that you drafted John David Booty. We might, I, who knows what we drafted, but we, I don't, we can talk about that when he's on the field and it won't be for some time. So have you guys watched any of this Alex Smith stuff? I don't. I saw I, the I, photographs and I, I, I had honestly, I will block mute you for sure. Potentially block you. No fault of your own. If when that picture comes in my feed. Yeah. I I'm saw sorry. it by accident too. And it was, I've, I don't like to use the word stomach turning very often because I think that's an overused expression, but like it was nauseating. No, no, no. I like it queasy. I like just the silliest little falls like on TV. Uh, like I, I, I told you, I don't even like Homer falling in the Springfield Gorge. And I got to look at that <laughs> Alex Smith picture like, oh, that ended my day like four times last week. Yeah, I never knew. I have the it. highest level of respect for him, but out of my own well-being i can't watch anything because that thing picture can just show up do you think that he could actually come back and play i hope he doesn't for his sake i hope he does that would be incredible i mean it would be incredible if he did for us as fans but for him as a human being just having a full recovery and going about and living his life he could do anything he wanted in football or anything else uh, that, that that he wants to do he does, doesn't need to come back and and risk anymore I mean the, the poor guy the, people said his life was at risk uh, his, certainly his leg was at risk and to go through all that just to come back and live a normal life would be an accomplishment that almost no one on the face of the earth uh, could belly up to so I, as much as a fan I'd like to see him hit the field again I think as a person I'd be happy to see him live a healthy normal life and that I think the Chiefs happen. did the Chiefs send him a Super Bowl ring I don't know or I guess they haven't gotten them yet. I think I saw in the year that they they said they are going to, just for how much they believe he contributed to, I guess, both Mahomes and everybody there. Right, but if you're Alex Smith, you just donate that to somebody, right? You couldn't, I like, just think you keep you it in really your drawer. As as, as, it's sweet. You can't accept it. You, you don't accept it, and it's, it's just a, a, a collector. I don't think it's something you wear and, like, show off, but I think it's a memento you 100% keep. Do yeah, I don't know. You didn't earn it. Back. It'd be hard for me to keep an award for something that I did not. Well, I mean, I mean, the only thing that you win awards for is being the most fucking cuss person on earth. So what would you? No, know? Pat. He gives himself his own awards. Oh, yeah, you for get hosting his own party. I forgot no, no, about no, that. No, you give yourself that. your own awards because you win nothing else. I was given that award for number one, son. Is that a rule of Baron? Yeah, Tim. Not not really equipped in knowing what to do with presentations and awards and things like that so yeah if you're alex smith you, you keep it you were a big part of that team that you weren't on the team you won the super bowl like jeff said you're not out flashing your rings like you're tom brady but it's nice to have i and, would say thank you and i accept it and i would sell it and then give the money to a charity i thought was valuable you wouldn't that's give, what i would do please you wouldn't give money to a charity are you kidding me? i most of course i would and do and think that's if it were if it were me that's what i would do because i i didn't earn it it's not mine, but I can make you feel money. that you earned it. That I appreciate that sweet sentiment, but I mean, I myself know I didn't earn it. I know I didn't, and I can't keep that. I didn't earn it. It'd be like Kramer keeping that Tony. Like he didn't. He she shouldn't have kept it. It's not his. Even Patrick Mahomes is advocating for Alex Smith to get a part of it because Alex oh, Smith the, was such a huge part of his development that he it's a very he almost he almost gets it like a coach does. And if he does, very, and if he does feel like. If Patrick Mahomes feels that Alex Smith had that big of an influence on him, maybe Alex Smith does feel like, hey, I imparted all my knowledge in this guy. I played selfless, and it ended up with me getting traded out of town if they want to give me a Super Bowl ring for it. That's great. I, I will exactly. accept that. Exactly. I, think, I don't think that's the way most sports 
people are well as 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 we've determined from this show you really do now you have a real pulse for what's going on with people i think it's very gentlemanly and very sportsmanlike of the chiefs and mahomes to say those things right and it'd be very gracious to accept it and then upon accepting it i I would go ahead and, and give it away to charity but i think this sort of ordeal has opened the light on just what sort of how rare um, a guy like Alex Smith is and the chiefs are want to honor that. So I don't see an issue with that one, with one bit, one. Bit. Oh, I don't know. It kind of reminds you of like when the avalanche won the Stanley cup and they wanted to have like a parade in Quebec city to say, thank you for having le- been there for so long. Like, for no, no one wanted that. They're like, no, like you're somewhere else now. We didn't win it. You won it. And I get that. I, I get that sort of natural impulse, I guess. Yeah. You're just Listen. triggered by everything. Cause you don't win awards. I win awards. I have all kinds of trophies. Don't mm-hmm. don't don't hate. Sure. Hate 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 hate. You got none. Oh, I've got things. Do you? Can I keep something in the AFC East for a moment? Sure. I. Do you guys not think this criticism of like seeing the Patriots like draft being railroaded by the media is insane to me? Seeing how everyone thinks that they're tanking is insane to me um all i can tell you is what they're doing and if you really look at their draft is well the entire league is like now zigging to be like the chiefs and the ravens bill belichick's just zagging and he's like no this is how i've played football i've been part of this league for x amount of years i've been to x amount of super bowls i got x amount of rings and this is what i'm gonna do and if they're all about collecting these assets i'm gonna find all the other guys that like do the other stuff well that people aren't valuing anymore. Well, um, uh, people are sorely mistaken. This guy will be dead before he tanks. Um, and I think he's doing exactly what he intends to do. And no, it's not tanking. Well, I think it goes one of two ways. Cause I was looking at the division odds and they still haven't changed. So 18 to one to win the Super Bowl for the Patriots plus 120, the favorite in the AFC East to win that. I think that there is a contingency odd out there for this plus 120 that still anticipates them, at least gives them the hedge out of them signing Cam. So if they sign Cam, then people would say, yeah, they probably are the favorite to win this division if Cam is healthy enough. And we're not going to know that, but just the name recognition for the betting market alone would do that. Like if you listed the Patriots today at even plus 350, people would hammer that. And then if they do sign Cam, then you have to like make them even money to win, that there's all this money on the book that's already in. So I think the odds tell you one thing, but I'm kind of with you that like they have to keep it here until they know what's going to happen. But the bet is, if you're going to bet on the Patriots to be good this year, is that Belichick just knows what he's doing. And there's going to get to a point where he doesn't know what he's doing anymore. But do you believe that now is that time or is that five years from now? Or is he going to get out of the game before that actually happens? It's really hard to know any of this because I'm looking at the second-year quarterbacks right now. The only one that I can really tell you is actually good is Kyler Murray. You have Stitham, Haskins, Daniel Jones, Drew Locke, Minshew Walk, like all these guys. I don't know if they're good or not. Like Stitham could be as good as Minshew. And if Stitham is as good as Minshew, like the Patriots might be okay. Yeah, I don't know what how to handle this because this is the first time really I have seen the media like be negatively inclined towards the Patriots for the roster and for the team and for their chances. I mean, obviously the media picked up the ball and ran with it over to Flategate when they cheated or over Spygate when they cheated or various other you know sort of chicanery 
that they've been involved in, but not for on-field play, not for like chances to win. And so sort of the media sort of like, like seems like there's all this pent up desire to finally get out there and criticize the Patriots that everyone's sort of doing it all at once. And so I don't really know how to internalize it because I'm so not used to it. I think everything you said is right. The true odds and the odds they have to hang are separate and you understand why they need to be where they are. I, I, I totally get it. Uh, not so much for Newton. I don't know that Newton really sways that much one way or the other. I mean, who knows, right? It's, just, it's a big question mark. No, but, but I think Pat's right. From a public betting confidence that I standpoint, agree with. that I like agree with. Bilicek, Newton, like sure. there might be nice future pieces in that division, but yeah, who's yeah. the best coach quarterback combo? Like name at least. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that I, I, I concede all of that. Uh, I'm just leery and leery that the media went from, you know, basically unwilling to ever say a negative word about the Patriots roster construction ever, even when they did make mistakes to, uh, to now everyone jumping down the throat and saying, other than the Packers, they had the worst draft in the NFL. Not sure. I know what's going on there or that I am totally convinced that they believe it, but that's where we are. Which of these there's, there was a bunch of fifth year options that didn't get picked up from the rookies from a few years ago. So no fifth year option picked up on Trubisky, none on Fournette, John Ross, or Corey Davis. I guess Corey Davis, you could definitely see. Jeff, were you surprised that Trubisky wasn't picked up? They are, they're playing a game that they think they'd rather pay him like $5 million more and see him be really good, right? Like yeah, they are and, trying to do that's that's actually not a terrible idea that it gives you if Trubisky is good this year, then you give him the big contract and he's your quarterback and everything is solved, that's okay. Or you franchise him for the year. Rather than or get, getting yeah, or they getting get locked out. getting locked into him for like eighteen million dollars a year, like the Bortles thing from two years ago. Yep. Yeah. Um and I while we're talking about these options, I mean a flurry of declined ones and uh I wanna pat you know, the Chargers are the only team in the league, or no, I think they're one of two or three, that since this this new CBA 50-year option thing has come in, they have yet to have a first rounder where they didn't um, pick up the option. So they may not be hitting home runs, but they're drafting good players, it, it seems. I'm not surprised, though, um, that Trubisky had it declined, and for everything I, I just said, I think they don't really see a downside in declining it i mean what could possibly happen is he going to win mvp no why well, people, he gonna be people were that... betting on him to win mvp last year well, well the downside yes. is the up but the downside's the upside like if if he has a fantastic season great then he had a fantastic season exactly and exactly the downside but... is the upside and this is almost what exactly. jerry's been begging from Dak. like have a season that makes me pay you 45 million i beg you to do it it's a problem I want to have if I'm the Bears uh, management. I, I want to be in a situation where Trubisky blew my socks off so badly in 2020 that I couldn't help but over but pay him the moon and the stars. Uh, or at least that's franchise where I want, That's tag. where I'd like to be. There are so only Can you franchise tag a guy after declining the option? I guess you, you for sure could. Yeah. Um, the only, there's only two teams with a perfect track record of giving that fifth-year option. The Chargers are one of them. Do you know who the other team is? Probably Houston. somebody obscure. Houston. Like Arizona. It, it is. It's Houston. Uh, yeah, I saw it recently. Yeah. Watt, Marcellus, Hopkins, Clowney, Johnson, Fuller, Watson. It's pretty good. The Chiefs also have a very good history of first-round picks, too. I think there was one that they didn't pick up. Mm-hmm. Trying to see here. Poe, Fisher, Ford, Peters, Mahomes. 
Those are the last five that they've had extended to the fifth year. That, that's pretty good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So this, these, and I guess uh, like, it's weird. Like, cause Mike Williams is part of this draft class where everyone got the declining um, options, especially those two receivers that bordered him Davis and uh, Joe Ross. And he's had two like productive, but for different reasons, like seasons. And I'm really interested to see what happens there, but he's probably in for a statistical regression because Tyron's a quarterback. Yeah, but it's not like he, like he was sort of like, he was the air yards King for like 12 weeks of the season where he was just piling up these yardage. He was getting these downfield targets, but wasn't scoring touchdowns. It's weird that all of his touchdowns seem to come in like spurts all in one game. Yeah. It's a lot like Marvin Jones that way. Um, yeah, I guess you just hope you have him in there for the for the hat trick game. Yeah. yeah, but it's just like I'm not even talking about like fantasy or gambling purposes, just like on field stuff. It's just weird that like his touchdowns come in such clusters. I mean, it must be they identify this one matchup. They're like, oh, let's just throw it to Prison Mike over here eight thousand times because he's going to catch it every time. Yeah, you sound sad about Mike Williams. No, I'm interested. Listen, I don't really, there's a long time, but that's, uh, yeah, they should be able to re-sign him in a a year or two. I mean, when you're paying rookie quarterback deals, everyone's going to get paid. Uh, So the final thing I have here, there are two teams apparently making multiple offers to Davion Clowney, Tim. The Jets, not one of those teams. It's the Seahawks. No, I've already accepted that. It's the Seahawks and the Titans. Titans, eh? Makes sense to me in both cases. Oh, thanks for reminding me. Did Jeff leave? I don't know. He made no, it. I didn't leave. But <laughs> this this clowny thing, yeah, because it just it, it it made me realize something happened last week, which made me hate Melvin Gordon more than I've ever hated him. Which is hard to believe, considering some of the things you've said. Yes, but you know what? In hindsight, Melvin Gordon did us a great favor losing that Titans game because uh, we needed to draft where we drafted. Well, I'm glad that you now blame him and not me. No, I don't blame him. Did you guys, did you guys hear intentionally? <laughs> Tim, Go do you ahead. know what I'm about to say? I do, and I'm going to put myself on mute because I'm going to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Melvin Gordon, Pat, on purpose, on purpose to spite the Chargers, a team that offered him more money, an insane contract, thank God he didn't take it. Signed his contract with the Broncos officially on purpose after the four o'clock Monday or Tuesday deadline where the Chargers will receive nothing in terms of compensatory pick value for it on purpose. What a ballsy little fucker. What a ballsy fucker. I, oh my God, do I wish do I wish some old lady in an electronic wheelchair took out his Achilles and the Broncos bailed? Oh my what God. A, what a little. <laughs> I don't know if you got to bleep that out. I'm sorry. But, but, but. Yeah, I think you have to bleep that, that what one out. What sort of spite does he hold? Like, what did we do? What did we do other than not pay him like Gurley and, and, and Elliot money? Where did we mistreat anybody? Well, I, can, I, can I just throw this out there? That if you're going to a team in your in the division that you just left, why would you be trying to help the team in your yeah, own division? Yeah, I, I assure you Melvin Gordon doesn't have the brains to concoct this plan on his own. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. He did show Pat his sin card. Exactly. 
No, 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 no. That 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 is a low brow move. Low brow. Because, oh, yeah. but, but because because <sighs> I was doing math on getting a third round pick next year because of him and Phillips contracts going out. Well, you need to revise your equation. You're right. And we signed players. It was going to give us a little juice because it's a complicated formula. I don't pretend to know it. It's sort of like annoying, like QB rating, but essentially the players you sign and the players you lose, there's some offset there. Um, Jeez. And he's a running back. He could have just a couple pansy goal line touchdowns, like would have juiced. I think it's based on the money they get and their on-field results determines your compensatory value i and, now want broncos bolts week one badly i want them on don't, the thursday now i want them on that monday nighter let's go and i guess it gets to a point where they don't want to hurt i guess the cba argued for the players that we don't want to hurt veteran players getting jobs by having teams lose draft pick value sort of so it gets to a point in the offseason where you can sign veteran players and get no compensatory value um that'll be a big blow for the for for the seahawks to lose a clowny contract because that would count for good points but um what a what a what listen uh, man like i I already said it i (laughs) wish an old lady took him out i wish something happened i don't mean that in bad yeah i do mean that in bad will i wish something bad what a ballsy move what a ball i mean the guy oh man I'm bothered by it. And and now I'm taking this one beyond where the anger was previous. Yes or no, Tim. Leonard Fournette is on the Jags week one. I would lean yes. I'm going to say no. I get, the, I get the no. I'm not passionate about the no. But at this point, I don't see why they'd get rid of him yet. So particularly since Doug Marone basically – believes in him and his job's on the line, I, I think it would be hard-pressed. I mean, they they, tra- they tried to trade him for a seventh-round pick at the draft, and there were zero takers. So at that point, you might as well just hang on to him, right? Yeah, but, there's, but, there's, but they're so pressed against the cap, I think they're just looking for ways to shed money. Maybe. So maybe you're right. Maybe he will be gone. But you asked me, and I think 52% yes versus 48% no. They also designed Chris Thompson. So I'm hoping in our Keeper League, my Raquel Armstead thing comes through. Held yeah, on I don't. I don't have very high hopes of the players in my keeper league. See, this is the first good thing you've done to your keeper league in like five years. Is no, I got guys like Juju, Juju Smith Schuster who are just useless on useless teams. You have Juju? Oh yeah, I traded him last year. I traded dead. Uh, I traded oh, yeah. him uh, for Diggs. Steeler fans enjoyed our last show. They seem like they're getting the reverse. Uh... The reverse curse in twenty. Uh, yeah, 20 football. I mean the the only the only Steelers news I have right now is that uh, James Conner is set to be scaled back on his carries, and they might go with like Anthony McFarland, the rookie they took in the fourth round, or go back to Benny Schnell, and then yeah, Conner's going to be due a contract, and they're not going to pay it. So no, but you think, much, but then yeah. you think you'd run him into the ground at this point. Yeah, no, because the player knows you're going to do that too. Anyway, just wait, 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 what's he going to what's he going to do? Decline the carries. The only way that you're going to get paid is based off the strength of your numbers. You're going to I decline know, piling cause, up the numbers. Why cause acrimony? I guess I don't know. Listen, I don't think Pittsburgh knows what it's doing, so I'm not surprised to hear that they're not sure. It's a trash team, Jeff. I'm telling you, I think we should jump on these Steelers futures. 
like I feel more strongly about the Steelers being. Yeah, bad we, we know how you feel. The Chargers, no one really cares. No, even the, the only, Chargers. More so, than even the Chargers. So you think the Steelers are going to win fewer than three games? Is what you're saying? I think the Steelers have a really, really good shot at having uh, 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 Lawrence on their team next year. A really decent chance. Jeff, ten to one to win the AFC. I. I told you I'd rather bet that North at 350 or something than the AFC. Three, 375 now. <laughs> it's tempting. It's tempting. Uh, the defense is good. They'll get league median quarterback play. They get to the playoffs. Like, I, there's an extra spot in the playoffs, although I guess we're betting them to win the division. Yeah. Baltimore. You're banking on Lamar getting hurt. No, 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 no. Okay, you can bank on one of two things. Not, not like bank on it, but things have to kind of break your way. Is one Lamar? Yes, gets Ravens hurt. regret. regret. Or, Ra- or Ravens regress, and Lamar's just not as good as he was last year. What about the Browns, though? People think the Browns could really make a jump forward this year without pressure on them, and the Bengals have one of the most formidable offenses going into the season. So, eh, no. I mean, I've made my point before. I think the Steelers team Jeez. is the sick old man of the a- AFC North, and uh, I, for one, will not miss them. Brad? I don't think the winning team in that division is going to be uh, like to have a bye week because there's just going to be too much head to head. Like I could still see Baltimore winning it with 10 wins. Well, I yeah, like I mean, a- the Ravens only got the number one seed last year because Mahomes got hurt, right? Like unless Mahomes gets hurt, I don't see why the Chiefs wouldn't have the one seed. And in the, I guess that's the only buy now, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I, I really you, can't imagine the Chiefs not finishing one or two if there's a tie break. This is worst case scenario, really. On Listen. the football discussion, are you now seeing there's a lot of like people complaining that the schedule in and of itself will now be unfair if, say, you have to go to, let's say, like we're in the same division and I get to go to Seattle in September when there's no fans and you have to go like with fans. Well, I mean, this is just going to be like talking points for the Tims of the world who complained about the jet schedule last year, despite never leaving the same time zone that you're, you, <laughs> I can't, mean, you can't, you can't appease every idiot on the internet. If you don't think I would stoop that low to make that argument, uh, you don't know me very well. No, no, no what I we're saying is yeah, that it's not only you who would be making these arguments. It'd be the other idiots like you. I would definitely avail myself of that argument yeah. because I think there's, there's actually some real weight to no, it. No, do you know what that is? That is the fucking crybaby argument. Do you want football or not? Do you say yes? Then you know what? You're going to have to fucking live with how it has to work. So I will live just because I live with it doesn't mean I also won't say, gee, you know, I'll eat it. I'll accept it, but it's not perfect. And I'm not going to pretend it's perfect. Like hamburger's really good and I'll eat it, but I'm not going to be forced to pretend like it's the best thing I've ever eaten. No, you, you would want to have some dry turkey instead, correct? And lather it up with gravy. Yes, you know I what? Would. I'll go play in an empty barn. Oh, you, you, I'll go you play on Arrowhead in an empty barn week one. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's let's watch it. I will be in my ice, white on white, new new pants, new tops. You sound like you're one doing... team in the league did, did, held Mahomes you... under 200 yards two times last year. Did, did you, I really did you want... just envision yourself in the new Chargers uniform and do like the? Gold dust. Were you doing that move? Because that's what it sounded like. Yeah, probably. It's just a pure adrenaline reaction. I'm I tell telling you, you those I sent you there. the list of teams that are eligible for opening night, and other than Tennessee, I don't see another taker there. Why did you? Where did you get that list from? Well, those are the eight home games that the Chiefs have, so oh, it has to be one of those yeah, eight teams. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. So the Patriots would have made sense. What about the Broncos? Like, Brady there. Eh. The Broncos. They're big. The Broncos Rumble. have no juice. 
for the opening game. That there's no juice there. Wait, wait, the, the, char- Chargers the Chargers do. <laughs> I think that of those teams that are available, I mean, people love the Chargers roster. They yes, actually, I do. Compared to other teams, I, I feel like I feel no. like you're living in a bubble of talking to Jeff. Yeah, but- <laughs> the Broncos won four of their last five games, and they had a draft that people like loved, and they're an actual it. Chiefs rival. We're just that team that exists. You guys, because you guys have played some great primetime games over the last couple of years, or it's Tennessee and a rematch of the championship game. Well, uh-huh. normally, Tim, the weird thing is, like, normally by now, Pat, we have the Thursday nighter, it's we have late. the Sunday nighter, we have the Monday nighters, and we have Thanksgiving. Like, we normally have that before the actual release. And we probably even have our internationals, although, as we spoke about previously, those might be there for, you know, with an asterisk, you know, when, when we get the drop next week. We got nothing right now. And Well, you know, I have read some room. I have read a rumor or two about the opening Monday nighter with uh, Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Of course, now Tampa Bay's everywhere. And you'll want to play them early like you did with the Browns last year, because if so things don't go well, you want bet. them in early. Or let's play this game. What's the over-under on on as of the official, if everything's normal release, how many primetime games are the Bucks in? Four. I was going to say five. five. Last year, the Browns got like four or five. I'm going to say like six. No, No, because six is the cap. Yeah, six is is the most you can have. I, I, I don't know if it's actually the most you can have, but it's the most we've seen. I think six is the cap, and that includes being flexed in. So even the Cowboys only get five, so you can flex them in once. All right, so you're right. Four, four, and they might get like the the they might get like this the the, the Thanksgiving night game. I was gonna say they could very well be a Thanksgiving game too. That game uh, has stayed in the AFC South, or maybe I'm wrong. It has NFC been South. Saints, been Saints Falcons the last couple of seasons. Yeah, well, that would make sense to go Bucks Falcons then, because you're gonna constantly have the Saints in the game. I remember if, like for years, like the Eagles were in that game. Yeah, I don't. I, I've long been opposed to that game altogether. I think, of course, you because you you, 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 you you hate you hate fun. We, we know just this. The, you, you hate just fun. Just, just admit you hate fun. No. You know, it's the one Thursday of the season we can, not, we can go without a primetime game because we've had two afternoon games. No, it actually uh, makes so much it's, sense. It's, it's tradition to just have Detroit and Dallas. You, I would be fine do, with do that. You, do you wonder why people hate you? No, I, I think it's fine. You should. You should you, I mean, you shouldn't wonder because it's very obvious, but like, you should start thinking about these things. Like it doesn't, I, 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 would, I would be happy Tim, to do away with that. Do you know what Tim is, Pat? Tim is that piece of shit kid that works at the ice cream shop that literally like, um, like when he scoops it, like he, he like wait, like the manager says, like, I want you to weigh the scoops as opposed to like, I'm scooping it and it's going on your cone. Like kind of, if that makes any sense, no, yeah, so you it, get like some side scoop. Oh no. Like the horror. Yeah, no, thank you. It, 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 it's a, it's a lot like when happy Gilmore went to subway at the very beginning of happy Gilmore and he knew the guy <laughs> working at the shop. So he got extra meatballs. Like Tim wouldn't give you extra meatballs. What do the rules say? Yeah, because you're, you're the fucking worst. Yeah, if, no. Cam, if you worked at Manchuwak and Cam Stewart asked you to work that ladle a little little sweeter, you would just give him a stink eye, wouldn't you? I'd say, I'm sorry, sir. I have to treat everybody equally. <laughs> you're the you nut- want to complain to my manager that I'm not giving you special treatment? You Go are ahead. the nut low. No, I, I just believe in fairness, I suppose. You but no, but point- you, you don't believe in fairness because anytime something's fair but it doesn't benefit you, you complain about it. I think Tampa plays Dallas this year. So I, that my prediction is that's where Tampa's Thanksgiving game would be. It's really? almost weird. Like why well, burn? Why burn? So it's a, it's a, they had Buffalo last year. So it's an NFC team that they'll get this year. 
can I can I say I would argue that the league will say why burn Tampa on an evergreen yeah, Thanksgiving spot exactly. as opposed to like put them in these like we don't know who's going to be good in in November but let's put Tampa in there it's safe ass bet like no I'm also like, wrong they they actually don't have Dallas I don't know where I read that I, I'm mistaken but but even so Jeff is right like you can it's but a, they do have Detroit so maybe Detroit like think about who it's a great but, no, but, but, thanks, thanks, hold playing. on hold on hold on Thanksgiving <laughs> is a great spot. To throw up, like, if the Redskins are going to be shitty, throw the Redskins against Dallas. Because people are watching either way. That's why they threw Buffalo into it last year. You could take one of these super small market teams, throw them into the Thanksgiving Day game, because it doesn't matter who Dallas plays, because everyone's just watching the Thanksgiving games. That's what I was going to say about, it was Buffalo, it was, uh, the Chargers went into Dallas on Thanksgiving. Carolina. Carolina, yeah. Exactly. It's an evergreen rating spot anyway. It doesn't need to be this, like, mythical matchup. All right, I think that'll do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. I'd like to thank Tim Andercast. Tim Andercast. That is uh, for not my name. Being the worst, I'm actually the best, but I appreciate the kind words. Uh, I mean, you have no trophies to show you're the best. You have theor- I, I, you have, have the- trophies. you have theoretical trophies. I have trophies. We did see you with one trophy one time that you gave to yourself. I didn't give that in to one myself. of the most pathetic acts of all time. <laughs> I was given that trophy by you. No, I'm not that sad. We still have not. No, you still have never told us who gave you the trophy. Yeah, I won the award for having the best picks in that football pool this year. Did, where's your award? Where's your trophy? My trophy was that they gave us cash. All right, so you won a bet once, is what you're saying? That was a bet. It's a pool with all those. So we, we were just talking about trophies. And we were talking about. I awards. won trophies for winning the keeper league on multiple occasions. Yeah, but you don't have that anymore. Well, because I only possess it when I win. It's like but, saying you won the Stanley Cup, but you had to give it back, so you only got it for a year. So you you don't have like that. That's dumb. Doesn't it, doesn't everyone who get the Stanley Cup get like the little ones? I have. You know what? I don't know. I thought you did. No, I. But you could be right. I don't. I yeah, honestly do. don't. Don't know. They do. They do. So, fake news to him with his fake awards going through. Uh, Jeff, thank you for joining us. Good times. Schedule. Yes. Schedule release show will probably be the next thing up for us. Can't wait to hear probably. how the Jets... We were already fighting about it, and it hasn't even been released yet. I'm, so ex- I'm, I'm excited to hear how the Jets go 16-0 again this year. Well, I'm looking well, I'm excited at- to hear how the league conspired against them, Pat. Well, before we start, then just start looking to see, okay... Like last year, we had to play the Patriots twice. Both times the Patriots had more rest than we did. Take a look to see how many times we're playing teams coming off a bye. Take a look to see if when we're coming off our bye, if they're making us play another team coming off bye. Like, just watch. These are the things. You're I the most know. fucking pathetic person on earth. The I'm most saying. pathetic. Park, enough Park of you. Avenue. Mute him, please. I've, I've had enough of this. It's too much. <laughs> Pat Mayo. You can follow me at the PMB. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Like the show. Subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star review. Tell me how much you fucking hate Tim. That can be your review, okay? Thanks for watching. I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. 
But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.